Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. Uh, Hello, hello. We're coming at you with another morning recording. And I'll be honest, besties. This this is rough. (laughs) Yeah. We did say to each other we need to lay off with the morning recording. But some weeks it just ends up being the best time. But I think in the summer, hopefully we have a little more flexibility to not yeah. have to wake up at 7 a.m. before yeah. a work day. Yeah, we really lucked out last season of dance. We had like very similar dance schedules and now we have very different dance mm-hmm. schedules. But alas, we're here. We turned our personalities on for y'all mm-hmm. and we're excited. We're going to do our mid-year life audit because we're recording this on May 31st. So we're literally at like oh, the halfway mark of the year. Uh, but when you guys are hearing this, it's early June, uh, so still in that like good time to reflect on what you've accomplished in the first half of the year, what maybe didn't go so well, what you can pivot, maybe new goals you can set for the second half of the year if you have accomplished some things in the first half or if you want to pivot your goals, uh, all that fun stuff. So I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, I think these are always some of my favorite episodes that we end up doing yeah. Um, and it's just good to hold us accountable. Hopefully you guys are reflecting along with us mm-hmm. and yeah, it's great. So, and yeah. I think maybe this episode last year was when the rebrand happened. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it was a little later in the year we did this episode last year, but I'm pretty sure this was the first episode that we had our new cover art and music and yeah. general vibe. So that's kind of interesting, but in general, we are going to think about what our wins were, how we did against the goals that we shared at the beginning of the year, um, and things that we kind of want to do differently going forward, what we're looking forward to for the rest of the year. So these are definitely some good like journal prompts to write down yeah. and think about for yourself. But yeah, certainly, before we get into it, we are going to breeze through our segments, and if you want to Skip to just the main episode content. We'll have that in the description below. So for me, I'm dealing with something unfortunate that I'm not ready to talk about yet. So I'm not going to talk about it yet because this is my podcast. But (laughs) as far as other things that I had written down, um, I... This past weekend was Memorial Day weekend, and Mm -hmm. I feel like we've gotten unlucky with Memorial Day weekends of the past. Like, we've had really bad weather a few years in a row. I don't don't think last year was bad, but there were a few years in a row there where where Memorial Day just, like, sucked. And it was always such a bummer because it's, like, the opening to summer in a lot of ways, I feel like. And we typically go to the lake, and that's what we did this year. And so it's kind of, like, opening weekend there. Um, but this year was amazing. It was like 80 degrees, pretty much like 70 at the lake, um, the whole weekend and sunny. Um, so we ended up putting the boats in the water and I helped with the power washing because I'm a very strong, handy person, obviously, (laughs) if you've seen me, 
you know yeah, how true. extremely capable I look when it comes to all yeah. handy things. Um, yeah, she's built like an athlete. She has like the DNA of an athlete. <laughs> yeah, and my arms are huge. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> hopefully you can tell I'm joking because I'm literally a wet noodle in the, in the arms specifically. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's fun. I was saying it's like a it's a very um instant gratification activity, and I don't get a lot of those in my life. Like I feel like a lot of the a lot of the outcomes that I'm waiting on are like more long term or like subtle. Yeah. But it's nice to like you see dirty boat you, you know, fire some high pressure water at it and boat get clean. Nice. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so that was satisfying. And then we pretty much just like hung out there for, we were like three nights there. So that was really fun. And then one other thing that I wanted to talk about was on Friday, we work with this woman who's like, I guess the best way to describe her is kind of like a contractor, but that's not really the best way, but just for the purposes of this, like, know that she's like tangential to my team, but she's not like exactly on my team. Mm-hmm. And while we were like about to hang up a Zoom call with me, her and one other person on my team, she just like, she kind of just like stopped the whole call and was like, gave me a really, really nice compliment, which is obviously nice to hear. But she was like very like intentional about it. Like it was a very well thought through, like well put, very thoughtful compliment. And I was like, damn, I was like, I was sitting back and I was like, even when I compliment people, I don't compliment them like that. Like I was like, her <laughs> love language must be like words of affirmation a thousand percent, like outwardly. Um, but just like, I was like, I could never think of something that like eloquent to say about someone on the spot. But obviously yeah. it feels so nice when you're like on the receiving end of a compliment that's like that. And so I was like, I should try to be more like that. I haven't really thought about how but just I guess like I think a lot of times I'll think nice things about people and then I'll like tell them later or like yeah I don't know I I won't like deliver it in the moment or I won't like say as much as I am thinking because I don't want to like weird them out or like anything like that but obviously the reality is like anyone is happy to receive like positive feedback obviously like I left that call and I was like that was so nice and I was like I'm thinking about it now like days later so I was like I should I should compliment people more in a more detailed manner, I think, is the is the takeaway yeah. for me. I even saw a TikTok once of like, just like the idea of complimenting people more. Like someone was like, I'm not afraid to be the weird person that like goes up to a stranger in a store. And it's like, I just wanted to let you know that like your outfit looks so cool. And I wish mm-hmm. I could pull something like that together. Like that's exactly the style I want to emulate. And it was kind of the same thing where it was like, okay, yeah, you can like see someone and be like, nice outfit. Or you can like take it a step further and just like tell them. Your full thought. Yeah. 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 And I was like, that's cool. And she was like, you know, obviously I use boundary setting when I think that it would make someone uncomfortable. Um, And I don't say every compliment because she was like, sometimes I walk around and I'm like, that girl has a nice ass, but I'm not going to go up to her and say you have a nice ass because that could be weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Similar, similar uh, intention as yours. Mm -hmm. But yeah, compliment people more. They like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for me... I like, I was trying to figure out how to articulate this. I, my Memorial Day weekend, I spent most of it by myself, which was kind of intentional. I feel like ever since I moved to Boston, really, I've been pretty social, 
which isn't a bad thing. It's actually probably objectively a good thing. And also, like, I am an introvert at heart. And sometimes I just find myself, like, coming to the end of the week and feeling like I'm gonna, like, completely crash because I've just, like, exhausted my social battery in a way. And so I had felt like I had had a couple of weekends in a row where I had, like, some sort of plans and I couldn't have, like, a true, like, do nothing, see no one, like kind of spend the day by myself type of day in a while. And so I decided that this weekend would be that weekend. I failed on Friday because I immediately was like, I want plans tonight. I'm Mm -hmm. sad that I didn't make any plans and I didn't make plans. But Saturday, I genuinely spent the whole day with myself and it was such a nice day. I was like, wow, I like miss this. Like I miss my own company. This is awesome. And then Sunday rolled around, and again, I didn't really have any plans. I was possibly going to see Zach at the end of the day, but for the most part, I was just hanging out by myself. And I found the morning totally fine, was chilling, vibing with myself. And then come like 2 o'clock, all of a sudden, I started to just feel like very lonely. Like there was a very quick shift between like, yep, I'm alone and enjoying my time and recharging my battery. And then all of a sudden, I was like, ugh. But Mm -hmm. look at what everyone else did during Memorial Day weekend. And I didn't spend time with friends during Memorial Day weekend. And it was, it's just such a weird, I never struggled with this before. Like I was always the type of person that like, I would turn down plans to spend time with myself. Like I was very in tune with what I needed. I was very comfortable being alone. And that's not to say that I'm not comfortable being alone, but I find that like the expiration date of when I stop enjoying being alone is much shorter than I remember it being in the past. Yeah, I've just, I've been trying to like figure out that balance and honestly even figure out if it's like a bad thing. Like, should I be concerned about this? Should I be able to spend days and days and days by myself without seeing anyone and be like content with that? Is it okay that I feel lonely? Like, I don't know. It's just, I was reflecting on it this Mm -hmm. weekend and was like, I wonder why that is I think part of it is honestly just like being in a relationship too is that I kind Mm -hmm. of have a go-to like person that I'm like well they have to entertain me Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is their job um yeah I I feel like maybe in general like moving back from New Hampshire like over time your social battery has like slowly gotten more yeah like capacity and Mm -hmm. so now when it's um when it's running out, it like feels more drastic because like the overall tolerance yeah. is is bigger. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then because yeah, and then because that battery is larger, or I guess it's kind of like the idea technology nowadays. There's like longer battery life, shorter charge time. That's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> longer battery life, shorter charge time. But yeah. So, but if you spent Memorial Day weekend alone, whether by choice or otherwise, like, I was there with you, and it's okay, and we can enjoy our own company and also enjoy the company of, you know, chosen family, friends, uh, significant others, all that stuff. It's all just finding a balance. Yeah, and I think, like, in your case, reminding yourself that, like, I chose to do this, because I think sometimes the FOMO comes from, like, you wondering if you had people to do that with like I guess that's usually what it yeah. is for me is like I'll see groups of people having fun and I'm like I don't even know who I would do that with but it's like reminding yourself like I do have those people 
to do that with and also i chose to not to not yeah (laughs) so yeah all right let's move into our favorites So my favorite for this week has to do with an outdoor sort of revamp that I'm trying to do. Um, I don't know how much I've talked about it before, but we actually have a really big yard by like Boston standards here at my current place. And we've lived here for two summers. Like we're coming up on our third summer here, which is crazy. And we bought some kind of like very average placeholder, like outdoor furniture when we first moved in. And honestly, we just don't really use it that much. Like it's not that comfortable and it's honestly just makes it look like we use our patio when we really don't because they're just like shitty little Ikea chairs. Mm -hmm. And so this summer I made it a mission to, I want to like, I want to like have the stuff to put outside that we actually like sit out there and like take advantage more because I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people would be really like thrilled to have the outdoor space that we do. And like we do take advantage of it when people are over. But like other than that, I don't really just like sit out there very often yeah. Um, and so step one to this was getting some zero gravity chairs and a hammock. And we assembled the hammock over the weekend. And it's already been so fun to have. And it's just this one from Amazon. It was pretty cheap. I want to say it was like, maybe I think I got it on sale. So I think it was like 70 something for me, but maybe normally like around 100. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's literally just this like, standalone frame, because we don't really have any like good trees that you could trust to you know, secure a hammock onto. So it's like a standalone frame and then like the fabric hammock itself. And they had a lot of color options, which was honestly kind of overwhelming. Um, And listen, I could have assembled it on my own. Was I successful? No. If I had tried longer and harder, I could have done it. Like I firmly believe one person can do it if that's the situation that you're in. I just like ran out of the energy to follow directions. And so I went and got Grant and we did it in like five minutes (laughs) together um and like it's so funny I realized like things like that just like click so much more easily for him because it's literally like he's a mechanical engineer so like he sees these parts and it's like so intuitive how they fit together and like what screws are going to need to use and whatever and for me that's like a really that's like one of the things that we're at I would say so yeah anyway I was like boy job help yeah I was um, just gonna say assembling anything is a boy's job yeah <laughs> And so the we keep the frame part outside. We decided we're going to like bring the hammock part in and out when you're actually using it, which I think makes sense because otherwise the yeah. fabric itself is going to get like super gross quickly. Um, but yeah, I already laid out there a few times and it's one of those that kind of like cocoons you when you lay in it. Yeah, so that's a big It's slide. nice. And I'm excited to like read and just like nap. And yeah, I'll yeah. link it down below because it was very, it's a very affordable outdoor upgrade and they also give you a like carrying or like storage case so like you can take it apart for the winter and like keep it inside or whatever so I feel like it'll last multiple seasons so yeah yeah that's a good one for sure I honestly I would trust the standalone frame more than attaching it to trees those ones just always make me a little nervous you know yeah you've heard there's like some horror stories of like people that like camping like it's not yeah it's not worth the risk if you like don't really know what you're doing and I definitely don't so (laughs) uh for my favorite this is like kind of a random very niche favorite but when I went to the eras tour I ended up buying earplugs they're from like the brand is called eargasm and they sell earplugs and they come in like a little like canister that you can attach to your keys and you just hold the air 
um, the earplugs in there. And I used them at the Airs tour, and they made such a difference. Like, that concert is so loud, like, to the point where it's, like, unenjoyable mm-hmm. to, like, hear the singers through the microphone. Like, it just gave you this, like, piercing feeling in your head whenever they were, like, singing into the microphone or their guitars got really loud or whatever it was. And putting these in, like, really drowned out that, like, painful level of volume while still, like, allowing you to very clearly hear everything. Like, I didn't feel, I mean, I know Taylor Swift songs pretty well. I didn't feel like I missed any, like, musical Mm -hmm. or lyrical aspects to the songs. And I never got a headache, like, at all. Not during the concert, not after the concert. And, yeah, so I think these are honestly going to be a game changer when it comes to just concerts generally i mean i feel like a lot has come out on how just absolutely horrific concerts are for your Mm -hmm. hearing in the long term and obviously it's better to get ahead of it whenever you can the Aeros tour is kind of an anomaly in the sense of like i don't know if i'll ever be to a concert that loud (laughs) again but still like i'm sure even like a like a house of blues concert like that's still not great for Mm -hmm. your hearing i'm sure um, and like I said, they're just on my keys now. So I always have them. And yeah, they are a little pricey for earplugs, but they are supposed to be like really good quality. My brother goes to a lot of like heavy metal rock concerts, and these are the ones that he uses to go mm-hmm. to those, and he recommended them. So yeah, I really like them, and they're super comfortable. You like can't tell that they're in your ears at all. You can just pop them in and then go about your night. So, yeah, if you I, – I think she still has a good amount of dates on the Eras tour. So, if you're going uh, to any of her remaining dates, definitely consider investing in some earplugs because your ears and your head will thank you. Is it, like – do you think it would be useful for, like, any other situation or is it really just, like, concerts is the main purpose? Like, could you, like, sleep in them or, like, wear them on a plane or, like, something? You probably could. I think they're – like specifically made for concerts like i think the technology Mm -hmm. if if you will is like designed around concerts but i I, like i said they're really comfortable so i don't see why you couldn't um like sleep in them use them on airplanes anytime that you need earplugs that's but like i said they're just they're marketed as concert earplugs so Mm -hmm. that's their uh on label use but who's to say you can't use them off label yeah, but I guess if their point is to, like, let a little bit of noise in, if yeah. you're trying to, I don't know, if you're trying to fully block it out, they're not the best yeah. option, I guess. Yeah, they remind me of the ones that you have where, like, they sort mm-hmm. of, like, really block out the sound close to you, but you can still hear sounds far away. Like, I think they do similar. Is that how yours work, or is it the opposite? Opposite, yeah. Oh, okay. I think they're like that. Maybe they are like that then. Yeah. I don't know somewhat like that where they're slightly filtering but not completely filtering yeah because it's kind of like dangerous to like completely yeah desensitize yourself to noise i guess (laughs) yeah all right we're gonna take a quick ad break and then we'll be back to audit our lives mid-year life audit
If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diosti in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. Okay, we're back, and like we said, we're going to talk through kind of some prompts that you can feel free to journal along with us or just think about along with us as you're walking, driving, sitting there, whatever you're doing. Do you think anyone just sits there and listens to podcasts? Like, you know how that used to be an activity with, like, music? Like, just the act of, like, listening to music used to be, like, what you were doing. That's so weird to think about. Yeah, I'm sure there are, though. I mean, I think people do it with, like, video versions. Yeah. than audio. True. So, our first kind of reflection question here is, what were your wins? So, thinking about the first half of the year so far. And the first one is kind of a weird one I wasn't really exactly sure how to word it but I feel like me and my boyfriend Grant have had like a lot of kind of just like annoying life things come up where you have to like talk to a lot of different people and like go through like these unpleasant like bureaucracy situations like just like insurance like car stuff like just like annoying things that are like not Mm -hmm. fun to deal with um but I feel like we haven't like let it We've been, like, very much, like, one team with it all. Mm. One one team. Um, <laughs> and I just feel like that's been good to see, like, as, like, partners. Because I think sometimes, like, people run into challenges when, like, their romantic relationship doesn't translate to, like, more practical, like, life things together. And, like, dealing with, like, the annoying, like, hard stuff in life. Um, yeah. But I think we've done a good job despite all the challenges this year. So... Like, we haven't let it impact our relationship. It's been, like, business, you know? Yeah. So (laughs) Business. Business. Life partners and business partners. Yeah. Got promoted at work. Woo! I'll talk about this a bit more uh, in, like, the goals section, so I won't get too into it. But obviously, growing at work, Mm -hmm. professional development, big win. We'll take it. Love that. On a similar note, I got promoted at like the end of the year I I think I started in like October in my new role so I didn't like totally ramp up 
until now. And I think even now there's still more things that I'm probably going to get like looped into. Um, but I felt good about that. And then also traveling to DC for work, which was a cool experience a couple months ago this year. And just like having to network outside of like my comfort zone and stuff like that. Cause I feel like in Boston, like it's a pretty, it's a big ecosystem. Like entrepreneurship is big here, but I feel like number one, people know my organization pretty well. So like, I don't often have to like super explain like beginner level, what we do and that kind of stuff. Like people kind of are familiar. Whereas like in DC, it was like from square one a lot of times. Um, And then also keeping like work boundaries at the same time, I think, especially with like social stuff. Like I think the place that I work does a lot of like happy hours and like optional things. And I think when I first moved to Boston and was going in person, like I felt a lot of pressure to go to like everything because I was like, we missed this all during COVID and like, this yeah. is this is professional development, whatever. And it's like, yes, it can be helpful to go and network at those things. But also if you just want to go home, that's fine too. And like, yeah, I have dance commitments and stuff. And so just like being super clear with like my coworkers, like when I can and can't be places and like yeah, realizing like people are pretty like understanding and like respectful if you have like commitments outside of work. So yeah. 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 Uh, my next win is that I've seen a lot of growth in my romantic relationship uh, to bring it back to the romance. But I feel like, and you can correct me if, like you think it's a different if you've had different experiences but i th- i feel like the first 6 months of a relationship is such a like honeymoon phase you're just obsessed with each other you're in a relationship you're so excited blah blah blah, blah. and then like you reach the 6 month to a year period where you actually both are like okay wait a minute i like this guy but are we are we actually like compatible long term like what's going on And I think my relationship sort of hit a bit of a rough patch around that six-month mark Mm -hmm. uh, where a lot of those questions were being raised of, like, does it make sense for us to stay together in the long term? Like, are we compatible partners? And I think since from, like, six months on, we've done a lot of, like, growth on both of our parts. And that's been really cool to see. We actually went on a hike on monday of memorial day weekend and we were just like talking about like where our relationship stands now compared to like two months ago Mm -hmm. and it was like cool to talk through some of like the little growths that we've seen in each other um since then and i think that's obviously a positive sign that like we are compatible and we are moving in the right direction if we're able to like encourage that growth in each other so that was a cool win love that i would say my our timeline was different because we were just so young, <laughs> but yeah, we were like pretty head empty, no thoughts at age 18, <laughs> um, but love that. Um, my next one is finally meeting and like continuing to work with a financial advisor. Um, so if you missed this like week in review update, I don't know how much I've talked about it, but um, a friend of Grant's that's a couple years older than us is a financial advisor and we both are like working with him now and that I'll get into this more in like the goals section but I would say that was a more like retroactive approach so far in the sense of like doing things with my savings that I had already um so I feel good that like that's no longer sitting there like it was before but now I need to think more about like forward looking but anyways that's that's the win part is that I did something with my 
savings that your money. <laughs> I had accumulated during COVID. So yeah. Uh, my next one is that I signed a new lease. So my lease uh, at my current apartment is up at the end of July and I am moving to a different apartment. And yeah, I'm very excited about it. It's a great space. Uh, I'm actually saving money. I'm paying less in rent there than I am at my current place. So that's going to be a big slay. And yeah, I'm just, I'm very excited about the living situation. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be closer to Anya Mm -hmm. uh, by like 10 minutes. So we'll take it. And yeah, I'm excited. I I was talking to my parents about it because they were like, I can't believe that you're like so okay with like moving every year if you have to. And I'm like, it's kind of fun. Like it's a reset. Mm -hmm. You get to experience a new like neighborhood, a new place, um, a new apartment, like make a new place, like feel like home again. I don't know. I find it fun. I find it exciting. It's going to be a pain in the ass to move, obviously, but I I like it. Call me crazy. (laughs) I liked it. And then I hit like apartment eight and I was like, all right, I don't know if I like it anymore, but it is definitely (laughs) a very like Boston. It's a very normal thing here to move like all the time compared to a lot of other places. And I feel like it's pretty rare just like in your life in general to spend less on housing like I think most of the time it's one of those things that like inflates through your life like every place you live costs like a little more so it's nice that that's not the case yeah yeah I agree this is a really small thing like it was literally just like one afternoon but I hosted a Galentine's Day brunch and I like did a whole table set up and like got flowers and it was like a potluck style thing and I just really liked doing that and I want to do it I think I said like quarterly at the time I'm already kind of behind if I want to make one happen for Q2, I suppose. But um, yeah, maybe I'll do like a welcome to summer kind of like version of that because I just liked, I liked hosting and I liked putting the thought into like, I like, I really like like glassware and like all of the little things like that. So it was fun to like finally be able to whip some of that out. Yeah. She was the hostess with the mostest. It was a lot of fun. We should Except I didn't cook. <laughs> yeah. I, it's actually mind-blowing to me that people do the whole, like, set up, prepare part, and then also cook everything. I'm like, what do you mean? That's also, Let's like, as a, a guest. Yeah, as a guest, <laughs> that's mind-blowing to me, because I'm like, the least I can do is bring one dish, when half the time, like, you don't even have to necessarily prepare something for your dish, but it's still, like, mm-hmm. takes so much off. It just, I like a potluck. I'm into it. Um... My next win is that I became somewhat of a gym girly. We're still working on it. This is like a win in progress. But I don't know. I like ended up on the side of TikTok with like Whitney Simmons and just like girls lifting. And I was like, honestly, that's so badass. And I feel like a lot of my workout and like fitness has been centered around like cardio work and not necessarily like strength work. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, why does why is it so hard for me to carry my Trader Joe's bags up three flights of stairs? And it's like, well, because you don't lift dumbbells at all. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's been like a fun journey to try to learn learn the ropes. Because um, it's definitely it's something that you can't just like show up at the gym and grab a barbell mm-hmm. and be like, haha, let me do eight squats. Because uh, you will get hurt. Don't do that. <laughs> But it, yeah, it's been fun. I've been using the Alive app, which is like Whitney Simmons' workout app, because uh, it gives you workouts and shows you videos of what your form should look like. So I, I've just been enjoying it. And I've also truthfully enjoyed just getting out of my apartment. Like, I think I've talked about this in a past episode, but 
working completely remote, I feel like it's so easy for there to be days where I just never leave my apartment. Mm -hmm. And the Peloton is really nice when I have like a really busy jam-packed day and I want to like fit some form of movement in, but I can't necessarily like find time to like leave my apartment before whatever my like obligations are. So then I'll just hop on the Peloton, you know, ride for 20 minutes and then feel good about like getting some movement and taking time for myself. But when I do have the time, it's nice to like get myself out of my apartment for a little bit, touch grass and lift some weights. Touch grass and touch dumbbell. Yeah, exactly. I'll get into this more during the goals section, but I have felt really good about kind of ballet and like going to performances and classes and just like keeping it very actively part of my life, but more to come on that. Yeah, my next one is also a more to come, but I've done a good job of managing my savings and bucketing my savings in a way that makes sense for me. So that's been really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is travel. I feel like um, if you haven't listened to our episode about our London and Nice trip, yeah, I think that trip just went really well overall. And then I also got to go to Charleston and I feel like I've just taken a lot of like vacation time for the first half of this year, which is definitely nice, but I am also looking forward to just like staying put locally too. So yeah, certainly. Now moving into how we've done against our goals. So as part of this, we're going to kind of remind you guys the goals we set at the beginning of the year. We did do a full episode on setting these goals originally. So if you want to catch up with that, please do. But kind of spark notes version here. Um, One of my goals was to embrace gentle productivity. So be productive, get the things that I need to get done, done, but not be so hard on myself when I don't get through my full to-do list. And I would say that this has actually gotten a lot better. Like I think I'm still making kind of the crazy lists that I have in the past, but I'm like being more gentle with myself when I don't get all of those things done and just like finding room to like adjust my schedule in the next few days to get those things done. Um, And in a way, I feel like I've almost starting to swing a little too far in the other direction. Like I have some like ongoing projects that just have like a couple things to like wrap them up and Like when other things come up, I'm just like, oh, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. And it's like, well, you've been saying that a little too long. So I think, you know, finding the balance there will be important. But yeah, in general, I think I do feel like I've been more gentle with myself and also with like others. Like I think moving into kind of more of a leadership role in the past when I saw someone like not performing or like not delivering an assignment in the time that I think it would have taken me or whatever, like as a manager, I think. I would just kind of be like frustrated or kind of be like, what's the deal? Like, this is easy. Like, you know, turn it around. And I think now it's like just learning how to like extend the same grace to other people, like knowing you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes with like people, especially like work from home setup. Like, it's just so hard to know how people are doing and whatever. Um, Yeah. So yeah, like keeping that in mind as I continue to manage more people, because I'm probably... I've always managed interns, but I'm going to be managing like a full-time person for the first time this year. So like keeping that in mind will be important. Yeah, certainly. My next goal was to actively contribute to my savings and more specifically like bucket my savings. So I wanted to have an emergency fund, of course, uh, savings for my student loans, 
uh, my like Christmas birthday fund where I just like set aside money. So I ha- always have like a couple hundred bucks saved if a birthday comes up, Christmas comes up, and it's not as shocking to buy all the gifts. And then uh, my Roth IRA. What I will say is I do contribute to all of these accounts. Like I have these accounts established. I contribute to them. Definitely some months where I contribute more and some less. Like a great example is our London and Nice trip. I found myself contributing a little bit less because obviously I was spending more on travel and it's kind of like picking and choosing at that time that the investment in travel was more important to me. And if you have been contributing to your savings really well in the month's you know, leading up to that, I think it's perfectly okay to sort of drop your contribution levels and spend a little bit more money on experiences. But I, my emergency fund, I have it at at over three months. I had to get it to six months. I'm definitely not at six months yet, but I think I will be at six months by the end of this year. So that's really good. Um, Student loans, my honestly, those are doing, that account's doing really well. I'm very happy with Um, how much I've been able to save for that. Same with Christmas and birthday. I honestly just have like an automatic uh, transfer Mm -hmm. of like 50 bucks or something like that with every paycheck so that it's like it's a small enough amount that I barely even see it leave Mm -hmm. my account but like big enough that it's accumulating like relatively fast in the savings account so that's cool. Uh, And same with my broth continuing to contribute to that. So kind of slaying could definitely up the contribution rates for all of these. Um, but like I said, sometimes you want to spend money on experiences or clothes or drinkies and Mm -hmm. I think that's okay. It's about finding the balance. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, um, Zoe Pritchard on YouTube has been like making that a theme for like the summer. Like I think she was talking about how like in past summers she's like restricted herself a lot from like going out with friends and whatever. And this summer she's like trying to find the balance between like saving and not being like anxious about finances but still enjoying like life and I like that theme yeah it is a good theme my next one is that I wanted to post more consistently on TikTok and YouTube and kind of keep exploring it as a community and creative outlet I will say I was a little ambitious putting both of those in there I think I've really figured out that like prioritizing TikTok for now makes more sense and just feels a lot more doable And I think if I really wanted to see growth, I've heard you literally need to post like every day, if not like multiple times a day. And I definitely don't have that kind of time right now, but I've been having fun with it. And maybe when I have some more time this summer, I'll be able to put more in, but I'm not trying to like become an influencer or anything, but um, it was like pretty cool when I had that one video pop off to like see the right types of people like interacting with it. So just kind of like attracting more of those people is the goal. Yeah. For sure. Uh, my next one was to journal more and just overall find more time for myself and get back into waking up early. I will say I've done a better job of getting up early and that's partially because of the gym because I prefer like going to the gym before work uh, and it definitely helps to have another like perk of leaving your apartment to work out. It helps to have like some financial stake in the game Mm -hmm. because you do get charged a late fee or a cancellation fee if you cancel uh i think it's like within 12 hours for Mm -hmm. the gym that i go to so once once you go to bed you're committed uh so i've been doing good with that i do journal more than i did 
last year, I am just very inconsistent with it. Like I haven't quite figured out where to fit it into my daily routine so that like I do it every day, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, so I think that's something that I'll definitely need to work on in the second half of the year. Yeah. I don't know how like your timeline looks, but I feel like it would, it sounds like a nice idea to have that be like your switch from like working out to work maybe like have that be the yeah in between activity but I don't know if you like save enough time for that but yeah that is a good point something to think about my next one was to continue finding joy through our current dance company and give myself the space to explore the newfound interest that I had in ballet because by the time we recorded this I had only really gotten back into it in like October Um, And I would say this is probably the goal that I feel the most like proud of and aligned with. And I think I did a really good job prioritizing going to ballet like twice a week, even when my schedule got hard. Like I have our already, you know, dance commitments three days a week. And so I think it would be easy for me to be like, oh, that's enough. But like keeping it up and like going twice a week on top of that. Um, And just like knowing that I feel better when I go like it's one of those things where it's like it's the hardest thing to like get out the door but once you're there you're like so happy that you did um and I think I'm happy that I've been going to classes but also attending performances like I think we've been to like yeah I don't even know how many like shows this year um so it feels good to like support the arts and like feel inspired going to the shows to like try harder and stuff um and a goal for the summer for me is to get back on point if you're familiar with ballet that's like People call them like toe shoes. I feel like when they're not dancers, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I that's something that I haven't done yet in this like comeback journey. So I literally yeah. want to like go get fitted. Like I'm going to be like 12 years old again and I'll probably like document it on TikTok. So follow me on there if you want to see it live. Yeah, certainly. Uh, my next goal was to join Anya for ballet more. And I'm going to be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> if I've mm. gone more compared to last year uh but so I, I I would love to go to ballet more we're going to ballet on Saturday that'll be fun uh but I also feel like I don't know it was a good goal for me to set and also I am very intuitive when it comes to like working out like if mm. I don't feel like doing something I'm just not gonna do it especially if I have like other forms of working out and so I also just – I always tell people that I I like watching dance almost as much as I like doing dance. And part of me wonders if the company that we're in satisfies the doing dance part. And mm-hmm. so outside of that, I just want to watch dance, Yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, but I also am hopeful that, like, in the summer with more free time, I'll be able to come to more classes. Because I think it's also just good from, like, a technique standpoint to go. Mm-hmm. Because it'll make me a better dancer for the company that we're in. But yeah, my goal for the summer is probably like three ish days a week. We'll see. I'll have to figure out what yeah. the what the best way yeah. to lay things out is. But maybe I'll do a goal of like once a week. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. My next one was to be more intentional with my savings, think more critically about purchases, and set monthly meetings with myself. And. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have getting an advisor on this, so I did do that, and I think that's been a lot of good progress. Um, but I think I definitely still need to look, need to work more on this from like a forward-looking perspective. Like I think I haven't really 
necessarily been more critical about purchases. And I definitely haven't been like, like I audit all of my transactions, but I definitely haven't been doing like the monthly sit downs in the way that I originally imagined them. And that's fine. Maybe that's not like the best pathway to do this through, but I have a couple ideas for like ways to be more intentional. I don't know what it is. Like, I think especially when I'm shopping in person, I just feel like there's so much, I feel like a sense of urgency, even if it's like artificial that like, if I find something I like, I'm like, Oh, I have to get it now. Or like, it won't be there. Yeah. And like, uh, maybe sometimes that's true at like TJ Maxx or something, but like most of the time, if you like leave something behind and regret it, you can like find it online or like, yeah, it's not the end of the world. And so I feel like just like reminding myself of that will be helpful. Um, but yeah, I think I would yeah. give myself like a, like a six out of 10. <laughs> All right. That's good. That's good. Uh, my next goal is to focus on overall wellness and building out routines that help me feel productive and at peace. Uh, I will say I think I've done a good job of managing like my overall wellness. Like I think I'm in the most like active phase of my life right now. I think that I try to eat more intuitively and just like intentionally in the sense of like I try to eat foods that I know will nourish me and like are good for me uh, from like a health standpoint and also are good for me from like a soul standpoint, like finding that balance. Uh, what I will say is I think I know the routines. Like I think I know what my ideal daily routine would look like that would make me feel very productive, make me feel very like calm. It's just a matter of, and I'll talk about this a little later, like adapting it as my schedule changes because as, just like as an adult in your 20s, life just gets so busy and chaotic and there's trips and dance shows and life events, whatever that like are constantly disrupting your routine that like I need to get a little bit better of at like adapting to it. But I'll talk about that a little bit more later on. Yeah, I feel like what you were saying there is similar to what I was trying to say with my like intention for the year. Like, you know what makes you feel good. It's just a matter of like actually doing it and knowing how to adapt it when needed kind of thing. Exactly. My next one was to actively work on worrying less. Um, I'm just, I'm a worrier in general. I worry yeah. a lot. <laughs> I always like, I think it's like a um, coping mechanism or almost like a self kind of like protection thing that I need to like evaluate and like place myself in all of the worst case scenarios before they happen so that I'm like prepared when they do happen. And a lot yeah. of times they do happen, but also a lot of times they don't. Um, and so I feel like, I did feel some progress here, especially with like some of the car stuff that was really stressful earlier this year. Like, you know, when my car got hit for the second time uh and (laughs) like I knew that like it being total was a possibility and me having to get a new car and all of these like annoying things was like a possibility. I feel like I was obviously like keeping it front of mind and like it was unfortunate when it happened, but I wasn't letting it like keep me up at night like I maybe would have in the past. Um, and like knowing that I would be able to problem solve with time and just like trusting that like I would be able to remedy whatever the situation ends up happening and just like knowing that like sitting here worrying about it now is just like making my life worse for no reason like nothing no thoughts that I have right now are going to change what actually happens so like yeah why why plague yourself in the moment um and then I don't know exactly this is like a Russian phrase that doesn't necessarily like a hundred percent translate to English well but my mom said this like when all the car stuff happened and I think this is also something that I'm trying to keep in mind and this is like 
the translation makes it sound like a pretty privileged take. I haven't really figured out how to give it like the right tone, but basically like the direct translation is that like problems that can be solved by money alone are not like life's worst problems basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just kind of reminding yourself that like in the end, like your health and like the health of the people around you are like what's most important. Like if you have to spend a couple thousand dollars, you weren't expecting to like fix your car. Like, yes, that's unfortunate. And like some people might not be in the financial position to like take that blow but, like, I feel lucky that I am. And so, like, it sucks. But, like, if all you need to do is pay and something can be fixed, like, you're still, like, a lucky person, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I think that I, – I get the sentiment mm-hmm. for sure. I think it's true. Um, My next one was get promoted at work. And we absolutely crushed this. Uh, Absolutely slayed. Yeah, I got promoted. I talked about it in an earlier episode, but I got promoted to content marketing manager, which is very exciting because I think it more directly um, reflects what I do as a job and also what I want to do in my career more long term, which was like the second half of this goal, build out my future at my current company and in my career more long term. I definitely want to like niche down and focus on content marketing and I guess digital marketing specifically that's like where I am the happiest it's the work that I like doing the most uh so it's cool that now that I have a title that like actually reflects that I do work in that area uh and I can start to really like build my expertise and credibility on that front at my current company so very happy about that slay um my next one was to eat intuitively and eh, I would I would give myself like a five out of ten on this one. I think I'm good for like the first half of the day, and then the like mid afternoon hits, and I just feel like I throw a lot of like good habits out the window. Um, and I don't know, maybe that could be like honestly like a hormonal thing, like with the way that your body changes throughout the day. I don't know, but um, I definitely want to cook more this summer with like extra time that I'm gonna have, and one thing that I want to look into more is I noticed since we've been doing the Amazon fresh like grocery deliveries a lot they have like a recipes section where you can just literally search up like different keywords and whatever and then just add it all the ingredients to cart in like one click which is super nice so it's almost like hello fresh but like more customized I guess yeah um and so I think like playing around with that and just like I think if I'm like proud of the food that I make I'll eat more intuitively and like feel better about it overall but it's like yeah. When I'm not really cooking for myself. I don't know. I feel like I haven't I haven't been killing this one, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel better, I haven't been killing my next one, mm-hmm. which was eating out less. Uh, yeah. No, I haven't been doing this. I've been eating <laughs> out uh, probably net the same. I don't think I've been eating out more, which is good. Uh, I just feel like... In my relationship specifically, Zach and I eat so differently that, like, it's hard for us to eat together without going out to eat, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Uh, Part of that is because he never has food in his apartment. And when he does, it's, like, six pounds of chicken wings. And I'm like, well, you can have your chicken wings, but then I'm going to starve because I don't eat chicken wings. Or I'll, like, (laughs) I have uh just like my food where he's like kylie literally what is this and i'm like it's trader joe's specialty and he's like i don't want the hat i want mm-hmm. chicken wings and i'm like well i don't have chicken wings because i'm a vegetarian um 
anyways, so I feel like him and I just end up eating out a lot together. Not even like, because I was, I almost said like, this was like an activity that we do. Like, it's like the easiest date night. But I feel like him and I actually do a lot of like other things outside of just going out to eat. But like, for example, we went on a hike on Monday, but we needed to get breakfast. He had just gotten back from traveling for like a week and a half. So he didn't have any food at his apartment. I didn't really have any food in my apartment that we could make, or at least not like enough for the two of us. And so we ended up going out to breakfast before mm-hmm. going on the hike. Like I just find a lot of like instances like that happening, if that makes yeah. sense. I think so. that ends up being the case a lot when you don't live with the person. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just easy. And to your point about like having different dietary preferences, I feel like that was the case with Grant and I at first, but you just have to gaslight him into eating tofu with you and then everything's great. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> thing is, is that he like does like a lot of like plant-based vegetarian, pescatarian things. It's just he personally prefers more like meat-based dishes. So obviously he's going to buy himself that mm-hmm. for his apartment. But then when I'm there and he's like, let's cook dinner. And I'm like, okay, you'll have like a nice meal and I'll have a bowl of rice and mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that'll be that. But yeah, so I, but I think you're right. And I think it is hard when you don't like live with the person because when I don't go grocery shopping thinking of what Zach will like, I go grocery shopping thinking what I will like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is. If that's the worst part, I think we're doing pretty well. <laughs> mm-hmm. My next one was to travel and explore both on a micro scale, like locally and a more macro scale. And I realized I've already been on, I think, eight flights this year, maybe more, which is oh, kind of wow. crazy. Um, so I feel good about that. But I want to definitely, I feel like in the past, I used to go on more like New England, just like day trips. And I want to do more of that this summer. And then also, um, I was thinking, so Grant's in a bridal party. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, he's in a bridal party, but he's a groomsman. I feel like it's still called a bridal party. Um and obviously they're gonna have their bachelorette. And I think it's or bachelor party, geez. Um <laughs> and I think it's just gonna be like probably a long weekend thing. And I was thinking if the yeah. timing lines up, I would like to maybe do a solo trip like that same weekend and like I don't know where I'd go, maybe like Vermont or like Rhode Island, something like local. Yeah. Maybe not even. I don't know. I haven't really put much thought into it, but I was thinking that would be like a good for forcing mechanism. So yeah. we'll see if it works out. Nice. Uh, my next one was also to travel again and do it more. And again, I think this was a very successful mission in the first half, though I will say I don't really have any trips planned for the second half of this year. And I will say my birthday falls on a Saturday. Mm. So there's some fun weekend trip potential that could be happening. So I need to, I need to noodle on that, but I think that might be the next, uh, anchor that Mm -hmm. i plan a trip around yeah we can we can chat offline yeah my last one honestly zero out of ten i don't even know if i've done this one time (laughs) um i wanted to find practical ways to integrate russian because if you didn't know i do speak russian my parents would be laughing at me because they're like you don't speak russian but like i am a conversational (laughs) okay um and I know that, like, the longer you go without using a language, the more you lose it. I know, I know. Like, obviously, when I'm with my family, like, I feel like that's practicing. Like, if I go to, like, my grandparents and they're all speaking Russian to each other, like, it's good. But um, I have not been doing, like, Duolingo or anything like that. And I think that's because 
I used to do it while I was like on the treadmill, but I paused my gym membership. So I just like haven't replaced it with anything. So we'll see if it like remains important to me. Like obviously if you don't do anything, like even just one time, it's not top of your priority list and that's fine. Yeah. So I might just need to drop this one, but we'll see. Yeah, certainly. All right. We're going to quickly go over what didn't go so well and kind of what we want to do differently or change for the rest of the year. And I'll just kick it off. Sleep for me. My sleep schedule is fucked, you guys. And it's not even that I'm sleeping poorly necessarily. I mean, I am. I am sleeping poorly. <laughs> like, just every... Yeah. I'm going to bed late. And a lot of that has to do with dance um, and, like, our schedule. Because I end at 10 two nights a week. So, like, once I get back, I'm all, like, riled up. And I usually go to yeah. bed at, like, midnight. And then, like, on the weekends, I don't even, like, catch up. I go to bed at, like, 2. And for what? Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's not great. So <laughs> this summer I want to do better with sleep. Yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly. Uh, my next one, I have just been the worst reader ever. I should take my English degree and I should put it through a paper shredder because I'm in the worst reading slump of my whole life. And I think in part it's because I'm rotting my brain with TikTok. And I also think in part I need to like actively think of bringing books in my kindle places like the easiest place i can read is on the t i take the t twice a week to dance at minimum mm-hmm. for like 30 minutes like i can read a decent amount in 30 minutes on the t why aren't i bringing my kindle why aren't mm-hmm. i bringing a book with me so that's something i really want to do force myself to read more because i like reading it's just that like I don't know. I can't. I, again, it's like the journaling. I can't figure out where to fit it into my routine right now. Um, I have thought of doing, have you seen the TikToks or the YouTube videos where it's like you replace your screen time with a reading time? So if your screen time is like four hours a day, you should spend that four hours reading instead. Yeah, that feels crazy. It does feel crazy, but I'm like, is that the shock that mm-hmm. I need? <laughs> the reset. <laughs> yeah, to get myself back into it. I don't know. So stay tuned (laughs) yeah i do think it's a lot easier with the kindle because like a real book like i brought a real book to the lake this weekend and it was like a hardcover and i was like geez this is so bulky and like annoying like i was like i wish i had this on my kindle but i was borrowing it um so yeah i think that will help yeah certainly my next one is in general if i'm ever like feeling upset about an outcome just like reframing my goals back to my effort over the outcome I think I've talked about this at one point before I don't remember when it was but um earlier this year I auditioned to choreograph for our dance company which I had done in the past I didn't necessarily think it was like in the bag because I had done it in the past like it is a thing that you could do it once and not get it the next time so I I knew it wasn't out of the question but I think um I like took it harder than I expected to. Like I felt pretty mentally prepared for the idea that it might not happen this season. And then when it actually didn't happen, I was still like pretty upset about it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's fine to be upset about it, but just like not making the goal to choreograph the season, making the goal, like put in the work to like be proud of what I create and see what happens kind of thing. Yeah. So just yeah. like trying to do that in general with like, even just like small daily things, um, just like knowing that, you know, the effort that goes in is what I have control over. I don't have control over the outcome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, My next one is, and I kind of alluded to this earlier in the episode, but work on being my 
be being my adaptive. I don't know why I said that. Being more adaptive with my routines um, and figuring out ways to either like quickly transition back into my routines after like travel or just like various schedule changes or figure out how to maintain those when disruptors happen. So figuring out how to like maintain a semblance of my daily routine when I'm traveling or like with show week coming up, how am I going to like maintain my daily routine knowing that like at night there's, you know, a pretty significant disruptor to what I would normally do. And yeah, I just, I think I need to be a bit more adaptive. Like I kind of get into a place where my routine gets disrupted and I'm like, well, I haven't done it in three days. So yeah, throw it all away. And it's like, no. And then I spend like a couple of days ruminating and oh, I need need to get my shit together. And then I do get my shit together and I'm back in the routine. And I'm like, oh, this was nice. And it's like, how do I get rid of those three days mm-hmm. where I was just ruminating <laughs> and actually just get my shit together? Uh, so yeah, that's what I want to work on. Yeah. Seems like it's like an all or nothing kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas like you need to find the like gray area of like, yeah. there are disruptions, but like it's still mostly happening. Yeah. You know? My most toxic trait is I'm a very all or nothing nothing person which is quite interesting considering i'm a libra mm-hmm. i shouldn't be an all or nothing person but i am still trying to Alas. tip the scales in yeah. the right way my next one which i think will help with some of the financial things i'm trying to implement is just to make a wish list for things that i want to buy like i said i think sometimes when i'm shopping in person it feels very like um what's the word i'm looking for urgent yeah or like yeah you guys know what I mean um and I also feel like when I'm shopping online I like add a lot of things to cart and then like don't go through with the purchase and then like I honestly like forget about it even if it was something that I actually wanted um and so I think just like making a list like anytime I see something online or in person of something that I want and like revisiting it in like you know two weeks or something and if I still want it like I used to be good about this and I kind of like fell off of it as I had more money and I could just like more easily spend 50 bucks and it was not a big deal um but obviously that like compounds on itself yeah and even if like to the in-person thing it's not exactly the thing you saw the first time like if I see a cute like sweater or something and I write like cute sweater from TJ Maxx and I you know go back two weeks later decided I want it it's gone it's like I can find something like comparable and like yeah if I'm willing to put in like all the work to find it like that means I actually want it you know what I mean so yeah yeah My next one, this isn't a fully formed thought, so I'm not going to get too deep into it, but figure out a way to address my seasonal depression slash anxiety. I just, in the past like week, I've been reflecting on how like I really got my personality back these past couple of weeks. And I'm like, damn, the seasonal depression really just smacked me across the face this year. Um, And I don't know if part of it is like, this was my first like full winter in Boston and there was just a lot that happened in the first half of this year. I don't I don't know what why exactly it feels like this year it was a bit more significant than I remember it being in years past or maybe I'm just forgetting. Um I'm like maybe I was just depressed year round in years past <laughs> so it's weird that it's uh seasonal. But I definitely I feel a lot like more happy and more motivated right now and I'm like this is a good feeling I like feeling like this how do I carry this into the winter and obviously that becomes a larger discussion of like mental health um and that's where I need to do like a little bit more 
research because I'm just not super versed and that's why I don't want to speak on it too much. But that's kind of been like a thought that I've had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny how you never realize until you're like out of it and like looking back, yeah. you're like, wait a second, that wasn't yeah. right. All right, to close out the episode, we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to for the rest of the year. And I couldn't decide if this should go in the last section or this section, but I'll just throw it out here as kind of an in-between. But I kind of want to try to keep meeting free, which is somewhat impossible for me. So like meeting light um, <laughs> Fridays this summer, um, just because I feel like I've ta- I've said a lot of different things where I'm like, I want to work on that this summer. I want to make progress on that this summer. And it's like, if I have no time this summer, then that's not like setting myself up for success. Um, so I think just like setting myself up with a situation that like, if I finish all of my stuff early on the weekend, I can like log off and like get to living life and like doing the things that I want to do and have time for all of these summer ambitions. We'll see how much I'm actually able to, like, I only have so much control over that. Obviously I am yeah. a salaried employee that is available when they need me on Fridays, but yeah. if there's some calendar boundaries I can set, I'm going to try. Yeah, certainly. Uh, my first thing is just summer generally. I love summer. Uh, I'm excited for like nice weather. This is my first like full summer in Boston. I'm moving in the summer. Uh, we have our show technically in the summer. There's just a lot of like fun stuff that's going to happen in the summer. It is going to be a bit weird because I have a weird month gap between mm-hmm. my leases, but I'm honestly looking forward to it because I think it'll mean like fun slumber parties with Mm -hmm. friends you know like I think it'll be fun if it was longer than a month I'd be a bit more stressed about it but I'm like for one month I can I can couch hop I can it'll be fun that's what you do in your 20s and you'll probably like slow down a bit too being home yeah exactly and just like spending time with my parents too would be nice Mm -hmm. you know they're good people I like hanging out with them my next one is um, to enjoy my new car and like go on little day trips and stuff and take advantage of having that. I think um, I don't have it in hand yet. Fun fact. I don't. I haven't really clarified that. They're doing some work on it with a backordered part. So I don't have it yet. But when I have it, I'm excited because um, I've shared a car for the last few years with my boyfriend. And like, even though at the time it was technically my car, I never felt like completely right about taking it on like a full weekend trip or like taking it away for like a whole day and knowing that like he would be kind of like stranded and whatever. Um, and so I think just knowing that like he has his own full car and I'm going to have my own full car and we're both going to have like yeah. full flexibility for what we want to do will feel good. So whenever that happens, I'm like, no rush, Sean. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> my mechanic. Sean. Um, but yeah, so that's exciting. That is exciting. Uh, my next one is Zach and I's one year anniversary will happen in the second half of this year uh, if all goes to plan <laughs> so yeah that's kind of crazy i i was thinking about that and i was like it's sooner than you think like it's september mm-hmm. so yeah that would be fun that's also something i could plan a trip around i'm like yeah. basically every milestone in my life is an excuse to plan a trip <laughs> exactly we used to do that um every year i'm trying to think have we kept it up yeah we kind of have like last year we did amsterdam so yeah we've like we always kind of go on like a anniversary month trip, at least if it's not like the weekend itself. Yeah. So it is fun. Yeah. All right. Slay. I'll do it. Um, my next one is kind of related to your summer comment, but just like being outside more. Like I said, I made all those backyard upgrades. So I'm excited to take mm-hmm. advantage of that and like actually spend more time in the yard. And then also like reinvigorating walk club a little more. I think walk club's been a little challenging because a lot of the like 
more involved members have like moved or like, I don't know. It's just like been a little harder. Like people are a little less um, jump on every walk opportunity this year. So we got to change that culture a little bit. Got to do some cultural reset. Uh, But yeah, excited about that. Yeah, certainly. Uh, My last thing that I'm looking forward to is moving into my new apartment. I shouldn't say last thing. I'm sure there's other things I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to too. But the last thing I'll describe is moving into my new apartment. Like I said, it's I really like the space. Uh, We have a little balcony, which I think is huge uh, because I love an outdoor moment. And yeah, I'm excited about my new roommate. Like, I think it's going to be a really good move. I think it's going to be like a fun reset. You know, we love um, a mid-year or like sporadically throughout the year reset, reasons to reset. Uh, so I think that'll, that'll be good. I'm excited to decorate my new space. I just, like I said, I love moving. I think it's going to be fun. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited to, I've seen pictures, but not the place itself. So yeah, should be fun. Um, and then my last one is, this feels very like cryptic and I don't mean to make it sound cryptic, but I wrote like having a little more downtime this summer to like really think about what I want to prioritize in this next, like season this next like year or two of life like I feel like there's some potential shifts coming in the next year or two with like you know dance with like work slash school what I want to do there if like we want to renew our lease in Boston for another year like I feel like that's also up in the air like maybe we are here for like until next year and we go somewhere new I don't know so um yeah just like creating space to like be thoughtful about it because I think it's hard to like have these deep reflective thoughts when you're like so busy day to day. So like knowing that I'll be a little less busy, hopefully I can actually like think through all of these life things that need to be thought through. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe I just stay in Boston for the rest of my life. That's also a possibility, but I want to, I've always envisioned myself living many places in my life and I'm kind of realizing that if I want to make that happen, I need to start <laughs> at some point, yeah. hopefully soon. Um, so I know that like we just got our lease to resign for this year, but like I don't know if we'll be here beyond next September. Like it's kind of up in the yeah. air. So I'm just like thinking about that more. Yeah. I think it's like it's sort of that time of year. Like even for me, I am going to be on a September to September lease. And I'm kind mm-hmm. of also like, is am I going to stay in Boston? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It is that time. So. Yeah, I should also take some time to reflect and think about what I want, what we're going to do, mm-hmm. what's that happening. That do be life in your 20s, man. <laughs> yeah, so true. But with that, that's our mid-year life audit. Again, we hope you found this helpful. This gave you some you know, things to reflect on as you think about your own goals, your own accomplishments, uh, what you want you know, to do differently or are looking forward to in the rest of the year. And yeah. This was this was good. This was a good check. I honestly mm-hmm. am doing better this year than I thought I was. When we first decided to do this, I was like, damn, I'm going to be shitting on myself for an hour. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. You know, I had some wins. Yeah. Yeah, I always feel that way too. Like when it's – the hard part is like starting to look at your goals again, but like doing it regularly makes it less hard. So. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. But you know what to do. You can follow us on Instagram – you can leave us a note in our anonymous suggestion box. You can also respond directly to the episodes on Spotify now. That's like a thing yes. that we get. Um, you can't see other people's unless we like publish them, I think. But nonetheless, yeah. we'll get it. 
Um, And with that, we will be back to chat with you guys next week. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.